that's so specific. And let me tell you, I felt very disappointed at that point because I was like, I can't believe I asked the universe for something, got it, and it was lotion. Oh, wake up, wake up, rethink the status quo. When you get your money right, then you're the one who runs your life. Come build a wealthy spirit with Sammy and Michelle. You know who I think of when I think of manifestation? Who? Eckhart Tolle. Oh. For those of you who are not familiar with Eckhart Tolle, he wrote the life-changing books, A New Earth and The Power of Now. If you haven't read them, take some time to read them and you will be a new person. And I actually took Eckhart's Consciousness Manifestation course. And in there, he talks about his own experience with manifesting his book. When he was living in Germany, he had written in his journal about how one day he would write a book that changes the lives of millions of people and would be on the bestsellers list. And he moves to California. He lives there. He lives in Washington. He's writing his book. He ends up having the success that he imagined, but he did not even remember writing this in his journal. It was only when he went back to Germany to go clean up his stuff, he finds this journal and he literally had wrote down exactly what ended up happening. That's so interesting, Sammy, but I'm not surprised to hear that because once you start to think about positive visualization, manifesting, really just attracting your dream life, so many celebrities, Jim Carrey, Jay-Z, Oprah. Oprah. Friends of Eckhart. Mm -hmm. They talk about how they visualized their success before they were even close to having it. And recently, I've been tweeting and writing a little bit about how I try to have an abundance mindset and how that's really helped me over time manifest a better life for myself and attract things that honestly, I just didn't think were necessarily feasible in my logical mind. And people have asked me, how do you actually do that? How do you have an abundance mindset? How do you attract your dream life? And so uh, I'm excited today, Sammy, to delve into positive visualization and to help you sit back and visualize a life that is aligned to what you want, whatever success means to you. And so we are going to deep dive into that today, and I'm super excited about it. Let's get into it. Before that, Sammy, I want to talk a little bit about a product that we're loving, Mm -hmm. Daily Harvest. With Build a Wealthy Spirit, we talk a lot about how to live a life that's in alignment, how to make good decisions in your life, and a decision that Sammy and I have been really happy with has been subscribing to Daily Harvest and getting these organic, easy-to-make smoothies, soup bowls. You can even get grain bowls, flatbreads easy to make, but not processed. You actually see like the whole foods chopped up in the little smoothie thing, the little dragon fruit, the strawberries, spinach. It's so amazing. That's right, Michelle. Whole organic foods. It's like I want to eat whole organic foods, but it can be hard to organize. And that's, that's why I like having Daily Harvest. It just makes everything so simple. I totally agree, Sammy. And so if you've been thinking of, you want to do Try Daily Harvest out, Let's eat better together. Use our referral code in our show notes to save $65 off your first Daily Harvest box. 
Back to today's topic of attracting your dream life. We came across a wonderful piece called Three Effective Visualization Techniques to Change Your Life in one of our favorite magazines, Psychology Today. Yes, and we loved reading through this piece and having it complement some of our own ideas for the law of attraction, for attracting your dream life, because it comes from the perspective of psychology today, which is obviously more focused on the study of the brain, research-backed ideas behind visualization. And so we wanted to combo some of those ideas with our own methods for really like focusing and attracting the dream life. And you know who has a great law of attraction meditation? It is friend of the podcast. He was previously on our podcast. We are talking about Andrew Johnson. I love Andrew Johnson's law of attraction meditation. I would say this is where a lot of my own habits come from, from law of attraction, because I will turn it on before I go to sleep and just visualize a future for myself that has all the aspects that I could possibly want. So we'll definitely weave in a little bit of his tips as well, because I really love his meditation on the law of attraction. And we'll link it in the show notes as well. It's interesting that Andrew Johnson comes up with this law of attraction meditation, because I do think meditation is a great entry into manifesting and the law of attraction. Before you can even start thinking about what you want to manifest, you have to be in the right frame of mind. It's almost like you have to be on a certain vibrational frequency to be able to manifest things. Because when you're stressed out, when you're thinking about things, when you're critical, it's just not a good mindset to have manifestation happen. I agree, Sammy. I think meditation is a really helpful tool here because it's really about dedicating a little bit of time to being present and focusing on your future. Something that I think is very simple to do, but that we don't often make time for. It's hard to really engage in any kind of positive visualization if we don't make the time for it. And I think that's really why meditation is so key here. It doesn't have to be some crazy level Jay Shetty in the monastery level of meditation. It could just be an entry point into the practice for you. Maybe an app like Andrew Johnson's meditation app or a similar one that's out there where it gives you a transition into breathing and starting to focus, visualizing your future. So I agree, Sammy. Meditation is a great entry point. Sometimes I'll even notice that maybe I'm in a state of awe or wonder or extreme presence. You know, maybe I'm walking on the beach or outside when the stars are out and I have a really clear mind. If I pick up on the fact that my mind is really clear, sometimes I will then use that as an opportunity to manifest or visualize something that I want to happen. Ooh, I love that idea, Sammy, because when I am faced with the infiniteness of the universe, Mm -hmm, which is mm -hmm. usually, like you said, when I'm stargazing, or if I'm looking out into the ocean, and I'm just having that moment of, oh my gosh, this whole universe is so big, and I am just a tiny speck. I find that to be a positive experience. And I really would love to just engage in a little bit of positive visualization in that moment. And that brings us to the next step, which is visualizing what you want to happen. Yes. When we're talking about things like the law of attraction, what we're really talking about is being able to see the future 
that you want to build for yourself. And the theory behind it is that helps you attract it. We believe it's a major step towards actually creating that future, building that wealthy spirit. And so, of course, once you're present, once you've meditated, the thing to do is start to visualize it. And Michelle and I were actually doing Andrew Johnson's Law of Attraction and Meditation before recording this episode, just to have this really fresh in our mind. And when you're visualizing, it's really good to have yourself be a character, like be in the persona of yourself within your visualization. Yeah, Sammy, Psychology Today talks about this as well, where they use the term like participant visualization. So it's not even just thinking, oh, I want a house. Oh, I want a Tesla. Oh, I want to live on the beach. It's like actually almost playing a movie and seeing yourself there. Yes. And it maybe it'll take a little, a few tries. I know today, for some reason, I was starting to visualize. And then first I was in a parking garage, like in the, <laughs> on the basement floor. And you know. it was like a not safe vibe. And I was I like, whoa, 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 Michelle, let me get out. Let me get out of this visualization. I had to hop into her visualization and be like, okay, <laughs> we got to get out of here. Let's take the stairs up. Like, this is not good. I was like, are you like dreaming of a Lambo parked somewhere? Like, I'm confused. I was like, no. <laughs> abort, abort. <laughs> then I had this visualization. All of a sudden I was in like an observation unit with like an empty stretcher. And I was, it was just, it wasn't the right place. I'm a little concerned for you. <laughs> but they were very detailed visuals. But then my fully detailed, appropriate visualization, I was on the beach. It was like a beach town similar to Charleston, though it could have been like Wilmington, Savannah. Picture East Coast, beach house, vibes, likely Southern. And I was with a bunch of beautiful people who were my friends. And we were playing some sort of game that was similar to football. And I specifically remember in this visualization that I had stepped back to catch the football and I stepped back with my leg and I saw my leg and it looked so strong and I could tell that I had been working out. <laughs> it, wasn't like I, it wasn't like I was working out in the visualization that I had at that moment, but it was clear that I was very healthy and very strong and very fit and my butt was kind of big too but not like too big like I didn't have surgery but I had been doing squats is what I would say or other gluteal exercises and it looked good but the thighs still match okay well <laughs> I know that your dream life often includes time to spend on exercising and so I love that I think it's really about the details which brings us to really step three like once you've sort of meditated, you entered into this visualization, you're actually seeing yourself there, you're having this movie, you also have to feel it. Mm -hmm. Like when I think about my positive visualization, when I think about the dream life I want to attract, the thing that I keep going back to is like this dinner party with my friends at this beautiful house and it's kind of A-frame but still big and I can see the forest outside. Hmm. I also can smell like the dinner, the food cooking. Mm. I see my parents there. I see you there matching outfits with my kids. You, not me. <laughs> and everyone, my friends are there with their children and we're just celebrating the success of my latest writing project. And I just feel like happy and full and 
I just take it in. And it's it's not just seeing. I try to add in the details. Like I try to think, okay, so laughter, the colors of the dresses that you and my children are wearing, pink, blue. I'm really glad that my auntie and me outfit manifestations that I've been having with your children have been seeping their way into your manifestations and now they're included in yours too. I think it helps that this morning you were showing me the outfits that you were looking at. So many cute outfits on Etsy. Psychology Today talks about this as well. They use the term emotional intensity, like really turning up the visualization. Like you, you, I think what happens like for me is like I start and I see the home, I see my friends. Then it's like, no, 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 no. There's like Indian food being cooked. There's spices, the, the coriander and chili are hitting my nose. Mm. I'm hearing like the chatter of voices, a little bit quieter than what we grew up with, if I'm being 100% <laughs> honest. It's not like screaming. <laughs> and uh, just a warm feeling too, you know, like the, the heat is on, maybe a fire crackling, those type of details. It sounds very cozy. Oh, cozy is a great word. Heagly. I know in my visualization, I felt very light. I remember laughing. I remember having fun. I remember I didn't have a lot of, I didn't have a lot of preoccupations. I certainly didn't have any preoccupations about work. Once again, it was not specified in the manifestation whether I was working or not, but I could tell that that was not a center point in my life for some reason. Like that was not on the radar. It wasn't like this is a brief time where I'm at the beach before I go to go work on something or before I go do something. It was like, this life at the beach, running around with my friends, was my actual life. That's an important detail, Sammy, because mm -hmm. observing you day to day, you think about your job all the time when you're at work, after work, sometimes randomly, you'll be like, you have that like, that's so Raven look, and you just like remember <laughs> something that happened. And you're like, Oh my god, did I call this person? So I think the detail there is very important, because that is different than your life right now. And after you feel all that goodness, you visualize it, you imagine it, you take it in, then you gotta let it go. That's right. Andrew Johnson taught me this in his meditation, and I've seen it referenced in other positive visualization things, law of attraction things. Mystic Michaela talks about it all the time. It is so important, and I think when you're going through the exercise, you see why it's important. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, we can't control how or when these things happen. Yeah. You might want abundance, you might want more money, you might want better health, but you don't know how that's going to happen for you. And I can tell when I am not going to receive my manifestations, when I cannot let go of them. Like, look, when I Clinging. cannot... When I can't control of how it's going to happen, like all of a sudden I'm like, oh, it'd be nice if that happened in this year, or maybe I will like apply to jobs. No, 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 no. It's definitely a signal to me then that I want it almost so badly that I can't exist without thinking about it. And that's just not good for you. Mm -mm. It's so true, Michelle. I have only been able to manifest things once I let go of my attachment to them. It's so true, Sammy. Last year, when we were doing our dreamlining exercise, and I kept saying, oh my gosh, I want lotion. I like really need better skincare. And you even said in that episode, you need to dream bigger. This is ridiculous. But I, at that point in time, I wasn't really vulnerable. I didn't really want to just let the universe do its thing. 
I didn't want to name the things that I wanted. The fact that I I wanted to write and have my creative work be received by more people. Things that I focus more on my manifestations now. So I was just like, I want lotion. I want lotion. I really wish I could afford <laughs> lotion. And I could let it go too. You know, okay. And now I'm moving on with my life. And then guess what happened? I got a lifetime supply of lotion as a gift from my cousin, Julie. If that is not manifestation, I don't know what is. Because that's oddly specific. That's so specific. And let me tell you, I felt very disappointed at that point because I was like, I can't believe I asked the universe for something, got it, and it was lotion. Hey, 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 hey. That, that's a good one. You know what? I did need it. My skin was desperately dry. <laughs> the desert was not good to it. But that taught me two important lessons. One, I wasn't being vulnerable enough and admitting what I wanted. Because I think actually dreaming big and imagining a life outside of your current scope is a thing of vulnerability. Mm. And the other thing I realized was I had to both picture those things and then let go of my need to control how they happen. Like I can put in the right habits. I can try to become and grow and be a better person. But the outcome is out of my hands. And that's an important thing, I think, that attracting your dream life and doing these exercises really teach you is you got to let it go. Takeaways. So takeaways for today's episode. If you're trying to attract your dream life, start by meditating or clearing your mind. Step two, create a visual of what you see or what you want to happen. In detail, picture yourself as the main character and think about all the sights, smells, sounds that you'll hear in that future environment. Three, feel the emotional intensity. Are you feeling light? Are you feeling cheerful? Are you feeling proud? What is the emotion that you're experiencing? Four, let it go. Let it go. You can't control when or how it's going to happen. Or at least you shouldn't try to right after you do the manifestation because you want to give it to the universe and let it out of your sight. And I'll add a fifth recommendation based on what you just said, Michelle, which is be vulnerable. I think when you're manifesting something, there's almost like a sense of admitting that you lack something or admitting that you desire something that maybe you're embarrassed to desire. You got to be vulnerable because you want it to happen. And it won't happen unless you know what it is. It's true. And I am a great example of somebody who had a hard time admitting to myself I wanted something bigger than I had because I was afraid that I would want it and I wouldn't receive it or I wouldn't be able to get it and I would be disappointed. And that's really where the vulnerability comes in. So I think that's a great point, Sammy. So if you guys do these exercises, let us know. We'd love to know. Is there something that we missed? Is there something that you like to do as well? Maybe you have a mantra. You can find us at buildawealthyspirit.com. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Community time. Before we say goodbye, we wanted to join you all in our community time. Community time. As I mentioned on previous episodes, I am about to have thyroid surgery, and that is happening this week. My workplace actually threw a little party for me, which I was completely shocked about. I did find out about the party beforehand because my physician told me that he was going to go buy a cake for the party. <laughs> and some people, they don't know the meaning of a surprise. <laughs> but still, I was still surprised. Even when I walked in that morning, my MA had bought flowers for me and she had them on her desk. And it said, get will. And I was like, 
And the flower said, get well on them. And I thought, oh my gosh, she must be sick. <laughs> then later she brought them to me. I'm like, oh my God, they're for me. <laughs> I'm the sick one. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> I feel fine to be clear. It's more like stay well or be better than you are now. That's really sweet, Sammy. You know, I think it's really nice to see that people both appreciate your work and also appreciate what you're about to go through. You know, like a surgery is a big deal regardless of what it is. And so I know I'm praying for you, hoping for the best. And honestly, shout out to our community as well, because so many of you have reached out to us about Sammy's surgery. Thank you to our mom. We're meeting her tomorrow and she's going to help us. Yes, our mom took a one-way flight to help me heal from our surgery. Was a one-way necessary? I don't know. But the woman, you know, she loves me a lot and she's here to take care of me. So thank you, mom. Yeah, thank you, mom. You know, she's a nurse. This is her time to shine. Mm -hmm. She's like a nurse in profession, but also like in her heart. Yeah, it's like She is a caregiver. And so we're really grateful that she's going to come. Our dad is not here right now, but he, he, has, put, he has made a request for extra prayers from the church in India, and we <laughs> appreciate that as well. Also, but he told my mom, they both agree that we need to fatten Sammy up before the surgery. <laughs> Do they understand the purpose of surgeries? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. And it's not, it's not evidence-based. <laughs> I think in Indian culture, the healthy is nice and plump, and so that's what's going to happen. We got to feed my Sam before she goes on her all-liquid diet. and major thanks to our listeners julie sent me a upbeat playlist to listen to and she asked people on twitter for recommendations for the playlist as well so thank you for thinking of me yes and our listener erica also sent some more movie recommendations as you may know i normally don't participate in visual media but i am not allowed to exercise for two weeks so i will probably will be participating in visual media And so I'm grateful for the recommendations. We're excited to watch Indian Matchmaker's new season. Yes. Seema Auntie, we're back. Yes. I mean, I'm apathetic a little bit, but my mom and Sammy love it. I'm just saying, every time we watch it, you and Chima get ideas in your head and you're like, oh, you know what? That guy on television is good for you. It's lazy matchmaking, honestly. It's manifestation. I... (laughs) Thank you, guys. BuildAWealthySpirit.com. Let us know if you have any recommendations. If you try law of attraction, attracting your dream life. What does your dream life look like? Why don't you tell mm-hmm. us? Leave Please. us a comment. We have a sub stack now, so you can actually just like leave a comment. Oh, yes. I want to know. Yes. Tell us your dream life. Put, put it out there. Mm-hmm. You know what? Don't just visualize it in your head. Visualize it on our sub stack. Maybe visualize it in your head first, then write it in the sub stack comments. That way, there's not too much in your headness while you're writing. Maybe, like, while you're visualizing it, let the words come through your fingers. Mm, ooh, like an yeah. Ouija board, you know? That like happens sometimes. Like- <laughs> 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 and most importantly, be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and we rethink the status quo. Mm-hmm.